someone says that, hey, I want to start a YouTube channel. So, but they don't want to do anything that doesn't look perfect, right? So implementation and taking like imperfect action is so important to any type of progress that you're trying to make on anything. But I think that you just have to implement. You have to take what you've learned and you just got to move with it and go and then be ready because you're using the tools to make adjustments when necessary. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. (laughs) And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff. (laughs) So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. I'm Janelle Copeland. And I'm Edward Copeland. And I got to set up this stage for you. We are sitting in our car trying to be productive right now. We took a client coaching call while we were on our way to go to a restaurant because we were starving. Get to the restaurant in the parking lot, finish up the coaching call, and the restaurant's closed. Closed. So what is the moral of that story? So we could have... um, Checked? (laughs) Yeah, we could have checked, obviously. But the point is, is like, you know, sometimes things don't go as planned and you just kind of got to pivot. So I wanted to set that up so you know we're recording a podcast for the first time ever in our car on our phones. We're not in our studio. We're not in our normal setting. And it would have cost us an extra hour to like go back home, do all this stuff. It, w- it could have potentially just thrown a wrench in the day. And so my question to you two minutes into this episode is what has happened in your life in the last week, maybe that you made a bigger deal that you could have just kind of rolled with. And maybe it's not the way you normally do things, but hey, you made it work. Right. Because that's what we're doing right now. Right. Do you have a what in the world? My whole life is a what in the world right now. Well, my what in the world is, you know, I think my way in the world is about family. Okay. Family (laughs) is interesting because you are born into a family, right? And you have a connection in many cases, because sometimes people are disconnected, but in many cases you're born into the same local area, but you could be so different. Like look at the world so differently. Like my brother and I, we look at the world very differently. We see the world very differently, but we came somewhat from the same household. Right. So when you say you could be from different, I can't remember the word that you just said, but you're basically saying environment, same parents, same state, same city, same environment, same circumstances. But how do you view the world so differently? Yeah. And it's interesting. It's not just like, like there are things that like traditions and culture things that you may have in your family that everyone agrees upon and gets. But it's so interesting, like when there's trouble, when there's obstacles, how you respond as if you were strangers. Like you, like you respond in a way that like you go, how'd you even come up to do that? Like, right. like, why isn't this your focus, right? So it's just very, very interesting. And I know our kids are going to be, as they get older, they're very different as well. But uh, it just boggles my mind. So it's just something I thought, you know, that's, just, that's a what in the world. Like, like I just, it's so curious to me. 
Oh, well, I think it just kind of solidifies that everybody's different. Because like, my sister to and the I, core. yeah. Well, my sister and I grew up in the same household, but we're extremely different, right? You know, and you know, we respond to stress differently. We respond to being parents differently. And so I think that that's a standard thing that even though you're probably molded and shaped by parents, you're going to be your own different person. So why is that a what in the world? Uh, just because it, it, things happened in life and I, I would respond very differently. So your way is the right way? Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. But I think that many people who probably listen to the podcast, like, wonder why their sibling or cousins or family member respond the way that they do, even though you share the same cultural norms. But yet, when things come down to it, you are vastly different than anyone in your family. And you have to build a certain level of like, okay, you're different. I understand. And I think what makes people more, I guess the reason I brought this up, what makes people more frustrated with family is because I think you expect them to be more like you. Right. Right. And when they're not, and when things happen, you're so thrown out for a loop. You just go, I don't understand how you could be so different. How could you even come up with that solution right. or like, why would that be an option for you? Right. Right. So I just, I'll leave it there, but it's just, it's interesting. So my moral of that, the learning is, is be understanding. Don't assume that because you come from the same family that you see the world the same way. And then that there has to be a level of like learning, but also there has to be a level of like understanding, I guess. But when people are dead wrong, you just like, it throws, it just throws you off. <laughs> you just want to slap people I, sometimes. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Well. In the most kind, loving way. Well, you can't do that. No. So this episode is about accomplishing anything, right? Why are we doing that? We're doing that because we are now finished with March. We're right. a quarter of the way through the year, which sounds unbelievable to think about. Right. Right. And so we've already gobbled up the first portion of the year. Hopefully you've accomplished some things that you wanted to accomplish. Maybe you're on track with New Year's resolutions, but it's kind of like a double-edged sword because when you say like a quarter of the year is gone, it feels like you could be defeated. But then if you say it like this, oh, we're only 90 days into the year. Right. Then it's like so hopeful. Right. Yeah. And you got a lot more to go. So a quarter of the year being gone is for many people a good thing. Maybe you started the year off rough. Maybe you started the year off really great and you can build on that. But we want to make sure uh, we, we discuss a few things to help you kind of do anything in the next 30 days. Right. So this came up, just so you guys know, we're kind of, I don't want to say rebranding, but we are kind of building a brand around the Push Pusher Society, around the Push Podcast. And that new brand is going to be We Are the Copelands. Right. And when we were brainstorming today, we're like, well, who are the Copelands? What do we stand for? You know, what are we... Why are we the experts to talk on the Push podcast? Like, why do people want to listen to what we have to say as the Copelands? And we started thinking, like, we have the podcast because we're trying to push you and ourselves to do difficult, scary, fulfilling things in life. We're trying to push you through challenges and obstacles to have new perspectives, right? All of the things we're trying to get you to do, we're trying to do too. And right. so that's why we are the Copelands kind of ties into the Pusher Society, the Push Podcast. And we started thinking like, well, what do we want to spearhead? We want to spearhead 
showing people that they can accomplish their goals, even mm-hmm. while raising children, even mm-hmm. while going through challenging obstacles and different situations in life, even while having a tough time in business or in their career, you can still be accomplishing things. And so we decided to start a new thing called how to do anything in 30 days. And this is the first conversation about that. <laughs> yeah. And so we, when we thought about that, we were like, well, I mean, easy for anyone to say how to do anything. So what we wanted to do is kind of come up with a formula that we're going to follow. And this is going to be something we take on for the next, you know, hopefully for the entire year where we're giving you certain things that we're working on that we're trying to accomplish, but also giving you the formula so that you can incorporate it in your life into what you want to accomplish uh, so you're not just trying to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. Right. So Eddie uses words like formula and I use words like recipe. Why? Because I'm a baker, right? So we were like, okay, if you were going to do anything in 30 days. <laughs> what am I, a scientist? I don't know what you are. <laughs> but if you were going to do anything in 30 days, what would be the recipe for that? I think there's three key ingredients and then we'll kind of break these down. But trying to accomplish anything, whether it's weight loss, making more money, starting a business, I think there's three key ingredients, time, tools, implementation, Mm -hmm. or action, right? Right. And so we'll talk about that in this episode, but just to give you kind of a little behind the scenes plus an invitation, you should definitely consider joining the Pusher Society, which is our monthly kind of coaching program where... We help students accomplish things, push through things, you know, change their perspectives, blah, blah, blah. So in April, we're going to be focused on achieving the goal of losing 10 pounds each. Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) In May, we're going to be achieving the goal of money mastery. So Mm -hmm. there's going to be different challenges that we do in the Pusher Society that are specifically around money management and money mastery in June specifically is going to be about adult learning. So Eddie and I are going to focus for 30 days on learning Italian. Why? Because we're going to Italy this summer. And so if you want to really focus on goal achievement, goal attainment, prioritizing and like hone in on a focus each month with us, then you should join the Pusher Society. Yeah. And I'm really excited about that because I think that this is an opportunity for us to be really intentional about something we're working on because I think that for us, there's a lot of things that we have going on and it's easy to get lost in all those things, whether it be kids and whether it be work, whether it be the business and have something that we hone in on and we share our progress, but we also share the method in which we're going about it to hopefully impart onto you a way of of being intentional, a way of having a certain level of focus in an area of prioritization that you can say, wow, I focused on this for 30 days and I got far more in 30 days than I got in the last five years. Right. Right. And so that would be a win. And we want to make sure we help you do that. Good. Okay. So starting with this month's challenge for us, April, it's going to be to lose 10 pounds a piece. We've already said like, it's not really fair because you're probably going to shed 10 pounds super easy. Whereas for me, it's going to be be a lot harder for me to lose 10 pounds in 30 days, but whatever, this is going to be the challenge. And so going back to the recipe, time, tools, implementation, let's first start with how we're going to do this. And the first ingredient being time, 
I think needs to be with like the commitment, total alignment, commitment, declaration, dedication. Why are we doing this? All of those things, right? Yeah. So for me, time is, is kind of an expanding type of topic, right? When you think about making any type of uh, a goal, you think about your commitment level, right? And so that has to be part of the process. Like what time are you going to set aside to work on this thing? What is the environment going to look like and feel like for you? And then when you think about um, the, like the space in which you'll use, do you have a place to do this, right? So for us, exercise, that's easy. We're going to have, I usually go early in the morning and you normally go kind of mid-afternoon. Mm-hmm. Or evening. So, uh-huh. Evening. So that's the time we've set aside. You may have a life where you have young kids around and whatever you're going to do, you have to find the space in which you can do it. It may mean getting up a little bit earlier. It may mean staying up a little bit later to do whatever it, that you're focused on. Yeah. So under the category of time, the ingredient of time, I was starting to talk about commitment. Mm-hmm. You talked uh, briefly about routines and habits. Like right. when will you establish this? The next thing would be environment. Like, are you set up to win? Obviously I can't be baking and doing all these baking tutorials. If I'm supposed to be on a diet, trying to lose 10 pounds and taste testing all these new recipes. And then last would be, I think obstacles, like right. what things are going to come up to get in the way. I think taking the time to establish, like if this is the goal, this is the commitment. These are all the things that, fall under the category of time, talking about your obstacles, talking about when you're going to make time to do it, talking about all of this stuff up front helps you really set yourself up to be successful. Yeah. And there's so many like habits that we have that we have to unlearn. So the routines that you pick up, like the time spent or the time wasted plays a huge part in anything that you're trying to like accomplish or get better at. And so understanding like what Janelle says, the obstacle, sometimes the obstacle, well, all the time, the obstacle is you, right? Mm-hmm. And so what is that thing that's going to drag you back that's going to knock you off course? And I think you have to anticipate that and you have to make sure you have a strategy to overcome it mm-hmm. because more times a goal or a, you know, a, a sense of improvement is knocked off course of something that is really predictable. You know that if you don't get up early, you won't be able to work out. Like if I know if I don't go exercise early in the morning, I won't be able to work out for the rest of the day. Yeah. And I know that if I don't plan the proper environment around meal prepping and having the right food that's available to eat, that I'm not going to be on schedule when it comes to nourishing my body and giving myself the proper nutrition. The second part of this recipe is tools. Mm. And there's a couple of things I want to talk about when it comes to tools. And again, these are three ingredients on how to do anything that you're trying to accomplish. We just, we're trying to codify it for you. Right. So when I think of tools, I think of things like support, organization, tracking, accountability. Those are the key things for me. When I think of the tools that I will need to be successful in losing 10 pounds this month. Right. And tools are as a function for execution. If you don't have the right tools, one, you won't be as efficient as you want to be. And so what these things kind of meet is all the things that we're going to, we're talking about in this recipe stack, just like anything that you're making or any formula. And so if you don't have the right tools, that's going to impede on your time. And so having the right type of, maybe you need an app, maybe you need equipment, maybe you need information, right? So when we think about learning a language, we're probably going to use an app 
to help us get the information we need to learn a new language. Yeah. Well, when it comes to losing weight in the month of April, I think support is important. Right. Like we're going to support each other. But I know that Jordan is obviously going to support. She's going to eat whatever we tell her to eat. And not she'll be she, excited. Not that you're calling me a tool. Because that's, that's an I insult. I am not calling you a tool. <laughs> but people who support <laughs> you, their behaviors could be tools to your success. Right. The next thing around like a tool when I, when I think of weight loss is tracking. Like I'm mm. definitely, whether that's my fitness pal, whether that's a Weight Watchers app, something to kind of keep you on track to hold you accountable. If you're trying to learn a language, that could be investing in a course or deciding that the tool you need is a local community college class on a Tuesday night once a week, right? Right. And so just think about some of the goals that you might want to be starting to pursue in the last three quarters of the year and what tools you might need to make those things happen. Yeah, and what matters gets measured, right? And so tools are things that are going to help you understand what your progress looks like, understand where your areas of opportunities are, how you can make, what what indicators do you have that let you know that you need to make an adjustment on what you're working on. Otherwise, if you don't have a tool, then you you can be spinning your wheels and not necessarily making a progress on something that you've said to yourself and to the world that's important. Yeah, I love it. The last ingredient of achieving anything is implementation. Like you've Time, time for some action. Yeah. You've got to be in action. You've got to dedicate. You've got to, you know, be in pursuit of something because all of the information in the world is not going to help you lose 10 pounds, right? Yeah. All and- of the uh, wanting to learn a second language in the world or the trip that's coming up to Italy, it's not going to help you actually do it. You have to actually get your ass in gear. What do you think stops people from taking action? The two that we just suggested, <laughs> which were not dedicating the time, not identifying the proper tools and everything in between there, like not setting up their environment, not finding the right support, not thinking about what some of the obstacles are that are going to get in their way and how are we going to overcome this stuff. And so I think we're literally giving you the formula to being able to, to be able to stick to the goal that you're trying to achieve. I, you know, and I would say that the thing I think stops people from implementing is fear of looking foolish. You think? Right? Yeah. Like think about it from a standpoint, I, being in the, when I was in the fitness industry, one of the things that people would say all the time, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to the gym because I'm not in shape. Everyone in the gym is in shape. Mm. And so they didn't want to look a certain way. They didn't want to look out of place in a place where it helps you get in shape. Right? right. And so I think a lot of times people like when we learn a different language, there are people who are embarrassed to try to speak a language that they're just learning because they don't want to look foolish. Right. Or th- someone says that, hey, I want to start a YouTube channel, so but they don't want to do anything that doesn't look perfect, right? So mm-hmm. implementation and taking like imperfect action is so important to any type of progress that you're trying to make on anything. But I think that you just have to implement. You have to take what you've learned and you just got to move with it and go and then be ready because you're using the tools to make adjustments when necessary. Yeah. So I think this is the formula like that we're going to be implementing for the next few months for the goals that we've set together. And I think that it's important for you to ask yourself like, well, God, if we are a quarter of the way through with 2022, have I accomplished anything so far? I'm sure you have accomplished things, 
but what have you set that's been intentional? Like mm-hmm. a, a small goal that you could focus on for 30 days and then have a quick win to make yourself proud because the reality is summer's right around the corner. And if you set a new year's resolution to be your healthiest you ever, and a quarter of the year is gone already, you're probably not going to be really happy with yourself when it heats up and now it's bikini season Mm. and you still are right where you were January. Yeah. And I think I want people to realize and notice that we, we didn't like focus on like the outcome. What we focused on was like the process. Right. And so like whether it be weight loss goal or our learning a language, what matters most is you showing up. And when you're falling short, what we would ask if you were part of the pusher society, is like, talk to us about the time and the commitment that you're putting aside. Like walk through us what your routine is and your your habits. Oh, you're not on track? Like, how do you know you're on track? What tools are you using to help you? Like that, those things that are really procedural uh, in, in getting any result is what really matters. Because one of the things I think will happen is even if, and I'm not, I think we're going to hit our goal, but even if we don't achieve our goal, but we stuck to the time, we had a commitment, we used the tools, we, we were in constant action. There's a sense of, of being proud of yourself Absolutely. of showing up and doing something really special. So these three things are the recipe to feeling good about yourself and having the self-esteem to continue and not just like, oh, I didn't hit my goal, so I'm going to stop doing everything I was yeah. doing. Agree. Amen. 100%. So I hope this episode was helpful. It's short and sweet, but if you're interested in, you know, accomplishing something in 30 day increments with us, definitely try to get yourself into the Pusher Society. You can go to JanelleCopeland.com and click on the Pusher Society. There is a website coming soon. We are the Copelands that we're looking forward to launching, but really we're looking forward to doing this right alongside with you. And yeah, we're excited. What are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish? What do you want to do that would make yourself feel really proud? And then how does it sound to choose a different goal every 30 days for the next 90 days or for the rest of the year even? Yeah. To me, it sounds exciting. And I think if we stick to the recipe, we stick to the formula, whether we hit the goal or not, how cool would it be if we were like, hey, we set nine months worth of goals. There were nine goals. And out of the nine, we hit six of them. Yeah. I'd still feel really proud of us. Like, so it's not about being a failure or having to check something off every single month. It's just like, what are you in pursuit of? What are you excited about? What's your focus right now? And for us as a married couple, like, what can we do together? What can we do to support each other? What can we do to push each other to constantly be growing or constantly be improving? And so um, this is one of the things we think will help us do that. And I hope that you will join us and do it with us. Absolutely. So join the Push Society and we'll do this together. Let's do it. Push through. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review. You leave your handle and until next time push through